We're starting now. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 437. Damn, we've, we've been doing this a long time. For February 4th, 2024, my name is Nathan Reaton Spruce. Joining me this week, we have Andrew Rowe McFain. Now, this has been a really great return on investment, let me tell you. Uh, I gave you 100 bucks once. <laughs> and thank you for being here, Connor, the cyberpunk monk besh. And if you're feeling sad about it, remember, you could just dump all your emotions on elmo it's true apparently that's what you can do but i'm your host nathan reen spruth and i want to know where can we find you guys you do it aroa uh go to aroa.website there's a bunch of links there uh one of the links on there is uh to the the actual play podcast of city of big bug blues you didn't and... have to do that part, but I'm glad you did. That's it's close. It, it, that was very close. <laughs> that was, that Bug was City Blues, good, a Shadowrun Six World Edition actual play podcast. Wherever fine podcasts are found, Main, yeah, mainly on go to Spotify or iTunes. Those are mainly where people listen to podcasts, right? Or is it is it Apple Podcasts or something? Apple now? Podcasts, Spotify, and I don't know, Castapod. Nope, nobody listens on Castapod. Castapod's where it's hosted, though. But that's that's neither here nor there. It's actually uh, hosted on Aroa's server, uh, and uh, I give him money every again. I give him money every once in a while to keep that up and running because I think we take up a small percentage of his storage on his server. Anywho's, uh, you can find me Nathan Reen Spruth everywhere at Reeton, mainly Twitch Twitch TV forward slash Reeton. Uh, go there. I'm there Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time to 9 p.m. Pacific time, uh, playing video games. So you can watch me playing video games, and we'll talk about those in just a minute. But I would like to ask, what games have you played, Connor, this week? <laughs> uh, that That's it. The list is over. I moved oh. this week. I haven't played any video game. Oh, you, you didn't do anything at all. All right. Well, that was easy and short. Uh, how was moving? Sucked. My back yeah. hurts. Tired. Yeah. Yep. You like your new house, though? That's nah, okay. That's good. That's good. Maybe you can force all the other people out so you can have it all to yourself. And I don't think that's going to work out that way. Oh, okay. And we're also joined... Uh, I'm sorry. I would also like to ask Aroa what game do you play? Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pal World. Yeah. It's... Pal, Pal World, good game. Good they made it so you can move. Time. Yeah, whenever you're you're over encumbered. Yeah. yeah. I have a a a palmon that while they're with me, I move slightly faster, like ten percent faster or something like that. Um and I have them upgraded to like level two. So I've sacrificed a bunch of other pals to give it even more speed. So even when encumbered, I move slightly faster. <laughs> it's, it's very helpful. Um, and it's a, it's a very, it's actually a pretty, pretty powerful, uh, Digimon pal. 
So it's it's helpful. It's very nice. Digipel. It it has like level twos and threes on like five different categories. It's great. Anyway, uh, what level are you in Pal 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 World? I I have I have multiple save files going right mm. now, but uh, I think I'm like thirty in my personal one. Yeah, yeah, that's. And I think I'm thirty four, something like that. Yeah, you, you're probably you're probably a good deal further along than me. It, like to level, you pretty much just have to go and and grind catching pals. Yeah, and I uh, I spend a lot more time doing base management than I probably need to. Probably, uh, I moved my base because I was like I had started a base and was like, oh, this is super easily defendable, which also translates into you can't build shit. Because there's just not yeah. enough space for some things. And so I had and to find like your, a... Your pals will constantly get stuck on shit while they're yep. walking around. Yep. Hi, this is my, my actual pal in real life. Just jumped on my desk. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun game. I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, playing with friends definitely helps. I moved my, As I said, I moved my game pile from Game Pass over to Steam. And I've been playing with some friends. And it's, uh, it's a lot more fun doing it that way. And like going up to the bosses and like using three people instead of just one person trying to kill it. But yeah, have you found any luckies? Do you have any luckies that you really like? Um, yeah, I, I've got I've got a few of them. Uh, I I really like the 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 like grass slug guy. Um, go. go, go. Goomoss or something? Goomoss, yeah. yeah. I, he just looks really goofy, and I like that he's gigantic and and dumb looking. I have a really good lucky dire wolf, and it's pretty cool. I really, I, like I that, really like it. I like that everyone calls it a dire wolf, even though that's, that's it's not a dire its howl. I know. Um, I, I can't. I can't even remember its real name. So good, good on you. It has uh the the lucky one that I have has a 150 power lightning attack. Huh. So it it destroys. I'm like, "All right, I'm going to go and catch the up oh, no, he killed it." She that's killed it. Sorry. Such That's such a a like simple thing that shinies also have like some ability that normally they couldn't use. Yeah. That like I I can't believe Pokémon's never done anything like that. Right, I I agree. I I want to get a lucky, um, Grim, the 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 Cheshire Cat. I want to get a lucky one of those at some point. Because, or or a Mao M A U, because both of those are what I use to make the grass pal that I that I really like that makes me run faster, and I want a lucky one of those, so that way I can I I can kill the other one that I have. And, and go from there. Anywho, uh, did you play anything else? I mean, World of Warcraft, all that jazz, uh, phone uh, yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, not a lot of WoW, I can tell you that. It's, yeah. Uh, I might as well be on a hiatus on that, on that shit. That Leave makes it. sense. Leave it. Go away. Leave it. Go it's away. good for you. Play City of Heroes. And... Uh, we're going to talk about the other game I played, which is 
Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. And that game is good. Did you know? You know there's a Pokemon game inside of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. I assume both of you know that. Yeah, Sujima. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess they... So they have Sujimon. They bring that up where you're, you're just, you know, defeating enemies and collecting it for your Suja decks. But then they also have, which I haven't gotten to yet, a Sujimon catching game. I haven't played it yet, so I'm not completely familiar with it. But you can also do Sujimon tournaments later on in the game. So I'm very excited about that. However, I did not know there's another Pokemon game inside of Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. There's a Pokemon... It's Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah. Yahtzee mentioned that. Yeah, so you go up... I went up to a troll... Because I've been kind of not paying attention to all of the... Because I knew I was getting the game, so I was like, I don't care about reviews or whatever. It's... All the Yakuza games I played have been amazing, so I'm going to assume this one's going to be amazing, and so far it has been. So I go up to a trolley, and the guy's like, I'm taking pictures. And I was like, oh, whatever. It was a weird storyline. And then like, he gets, he's like, you want to take pictures? I'm like, wait a minute. Is this, is this Pokemon Snap? <laughs> and it is just Pokemon <laughs> Snap, where you're taking pictures of what's called sickos, which are just guys in... Like, if you ever saw that image of Zardoz, where he w- wears, like, a really awkward, like, uh, Speedo, you're taking pictures of buffed-up guys in those Speedos doing different poses. Oh, hell yeah. And Sounds very Yakuza. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's fun. It is, it is just Pokemon Snap. And it's like a dumbed-down version of Pokemon Snap, but still, it's, I love that these games include so many random things in them. Um, now, I know you've been enjoying one of the three Pokemon simulators in Like a Dragon. Have you been enjoying the Animal Crossing simulator? I haven't got to that part yet. Ah. Uh, it's, it's the game. I get distracted. You, you know how it goes with open world games. I, I get distracted and I just, I need to continue on the storyline so I can open up more of those. But I just haven't been doing that. Uh, but yes, I will, I will be partaking in the, the Animal Crossing as well. And. It's it's enjoyable. I'm I'm having fun. The you end up put in Hawaii. You start out in in you know Japan like you normally do, and you're you're with your friends Adachi and Namba, and you ask somebody. So I'm gonna spoil the first chapter just a little bit. Is that you ask somebody to marry you? You go on a date with a lady, and on that first date, your character asks her to marry you. And so you go into a long speech where you're like, you know, I, I, I'll be a great guy. If we ever have kids, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll raise them right. I know I don't have a lot of money, but, you know, I love you and blah, blah, blah. And then she just doesn't say anything and is like, I had a really lot of, I had a lot of fun on this date. Bye. <laughs> and it reminds me, uh, in high school, I had a friend who had a huge crush on a girl. And he goes up to the girl, and he does the same thing. Not as elaborate, but it's like, you know, I really like you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And her response was, cool. And then she walked away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, in the, in the storyline, you ask, uh, or, you know, like you talk to her later, and she's like, let's just be friends. And he's like, okay. And he sends her a text message. And it flash forwards a year later 
and she has not read the text message and he's still oh, no. and he's still like obsessing over this girl. I'm like, dude, get over it. You got ghosted. It's all right. Um, but it's 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 a humorous game and it's fun. And then after that you end up going to uh to Hawaii. So that's where I'm at right now, it's Hawaii. And you're did you ever when playing like a dragon uh, Yakuza like a dragon, Cyberpunk Monk. Did you ever feel that Ichiban was kind of stupid? Uh if not a little dense, then like definitely highly schizophrenic. But yeah. Yeah. I, I don't he, think he's totally aware of what's going on at all times. Yeah, like you get to Hawaii and immediately get mugged. And then after that, you end up getting drugged and laid naked on a beach. And so that I night, do just want to say the thought that I had with this game is, oh, you go to America. How long until someone points a gun at you? And as it turns out, the first three people you meet in America all point guns at you. Yeah, like all as soon of as you get out of, the, as soon as you get off of the uh, the the not the helipad, what do you call it, the airport? As soon as you get out of the airport. Yep. And so, uh, he, yeah. So that night, after he gets mugged, after he gets laid on the beach butt naked, he's like having drinks with a friend, and he's like, "Man, this country's awesome." And it's like, "You are just the eternal optimist and kind of stupid." But it's it's a fun game. I'm I'm enjoying it. If you if you I, I I expect once it goes on sale, Cyberpunk Monk is probably gonna be picking it up. Yeah, I'll play it eventually. Yeah. Oh, and and apparently it runs really well on the Steam Deck. It's like Steam Deck verified and all that jazz, so you should be good to go. Anyway, um, those are the games I played, and we're gonna move on, and we're gonna talk about some news stories. Well, we'll do the the PlayStation one last, just because that's going to be the longest one. Um, but let's start with Suicide Squad, since eh, not much to say about that. Uh, there's a new Suicide Squad game out, and have you guys, have any of you seen the reviews? Oh, yeah. It bad. It bad. <laughs> it's not doing so well. Uh, as far as being the very last portrayal of Batman by Kevin Costner, hell of a way to go. <sighs> that's sad. I, I, yeah, that's sad that Kevin Costner uh, passed away. But it was that bad. It was that bad. No, I think it was cancer. I think cancer, just you know, is what took him out, which is sad. Um, so their servers, they they brought them up for like early access. because uh, if you, I hate that they do that. You're like, oh, you pre-ordered the game, you get access to the game three days early. It's like, no, the release date. It's just that three mm-hmm. days early. That's all it is. And uh, they immediately had to take the servers down because it wasn't working. Which is... <laughs> that's a, Well, it was working. What was... Know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't working right. You can yeah, connect it, to just, it. It would give you like all of the game's progress as soon as you did, but you can connect to it. Yeah, it would give you 100%. <laughs> Which I, I I guess it's good. Like if you want to one hundred percent a game, if you just don't want to play out, the game, yeah. What do they care? They got your money. Yeah, it says we're aware that a uh, number of players are currently experiencing an issue whereby, upon logging into the game for the first time, they have the full story completion. <laughs> to resolve this issue, we'll be performing maintenance to the game servers. I wonder if this was one of those, um accident they 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 left a pre like a beta build that you downloaded 
uh, because I've heard of of times where you know they'll they'll release a game or they'll they'll do an update, but they'll it'll be like a beta where maybe the developer was testing something in the game and just had it so that whenever you logged in, it would give you full story completion so you could check each chapter and make sure everything was working right. Yeah, I could I could see it being that they had some kind of flag set on the server that was like all the progress is done game's done you just you just go wherever yeah and, and they that, forgot to turn that off and that i mean i've i brought up this story before they've done that in final fantasy 11 where you know they were testing something with the cure with cure and they had it set to the de- developer so literally the level one cure that you get at white mage level one you could uh it would do maximum healing slash damage so you could do 9,999 damage to a skeleton with the base level cure ability Oh, for like two hours <laughs> until they're like, ah, shit. And they had to like shut down the servers real quick and take that flag off. You know, the, the thing is with a, with an MMO, like that makes more sense because it's an MMO. Yeah. Like it's gotta be online fucking single player game with the yeah it has co-op but like it's a single player game shouldn't be something that happens no no but and Aroa, yeah. somebody could steal it how will we make sure they don't steal it we worked hard the, the quality clearly shows itself in the, the finished product <laughs> <laughs> you know i and i've seen like you know people people complain about uh there's like a third party uh thing i forget what it's called but it's like a a a moderation group that will be like oh this doesn't fit you know this isn't like politically correct enough as it were and so you need to change it in this game and i've seen people complain about that and say that's the reason why the game's ruined and i'm like it's having that in isn't going to like even if you change it and make it a great story it's not going to make it a functional game and that's what I think everyone's having the problems with is that it's just not a functional game. So uh, I really hope that this, because this is a live service game, right? I hope that live service oh, yeah. games just stop. They need to, like all live service games have been pretty crap in the yeah, last like it, five years. This thing's $70 too. Yeah. And I, and you know how much power and World it costs? has to do though. <laughs> yep. And and Pal World thirty bucks. Yeah, like I mean I know we that, it's not really fair to compare the two because the two were different types of games. But I've been having a lot more fun with Pal World than I think somebody who's paid seventy dollars for uh, Suicide Squad. So you know you can you can spend your money in better ways and don't spend it on on live. They they need to kill live service games. So just don't spend money on them. Show the industry that live service games are not the way to go at this point because it's just not working out well. Um, we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about a Google update. Who brought that? Was this Connor? Yeah, I posted it. So uh, you guys know how AI is kind of like becoming the big hot buzzword of the year, and uh, it's going to like revolutionize and change everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. What if it was you? 
and I'm, I'm being a little facetious with this, it's not quite that bad, but like, what if that AI knew just the way that you talked, just the way that you talk to people, your inflections, your, your mannerisms, your own unique vocalisms, like the way that you spoke? Wouldn't that be kind of neat and not like creepy in a Black Mirror way at all? Uh, well, good news. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Google Bard, uh, as a part of its goal to be your go-to AI assistant on your phone, is eventually going to be able to handle things like messaging people. And in order to do that properly, it's going to go through and read all of your old messages. All of them. Oh, no. All of your old messages. All of them. <clears throat> I, I, I don't like that. Like I'm it's not a, a fan. Dangerous thing. Like, I think this is the sort of thing that you should be able to opt into, because I'm sure there are some people who are like, yes, make me a digital avatar. Not everyone. I don't like that so much. All I don't like texting do is, in general. Right, yeah, they, you're not wrong on that. But, like, do you guys remember when Microsoft made an AI and they had to shut it down after, like, seven minutes because it got exposed to the internet? Yeah. That's oh, all that's going to happen. Ta- tabby, I want to say? Something like that? Tally? Tay. Something like that. Oh, I think it was Tay. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. It, it, be- right. it became racist immediately. Yeah, because 4chaners started trolling the fuck out of it. Yeah, and so like somebody would ask about the Holocaust, and she's like, "The Holocaust didn't exist, silly," you know. And Microsoft yeah. was like, "Ah, oh, we need to take this down." Can't. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, oh no. fuck. They they did it again. They made us. They made my bot racist. <laughs> so yeah, the I'm not I'm not excited for this. But if it's I if it's only yours. Like, uh, first off, yes, I agree with you, Connor, that you need to be able to opt in and not, it should be an opt in, not an opt out. That way you can say, yes, I want to have this as a feature. But if it's only your voice it's looking at, that might not be so bad. Obviously, some people are going to have really weird AIs, but if it's, if it's locked down, if this particular one is locked down to your mannerisms and stuff, that might be okay. You know, of uh, all the people who could have done it, I'm going to trust Google the least when they say, don't worry, we're just going to look at yours. We're not going to look at what they were replying with, or, you know, whatever the case may be. That, yeah, I, well, I, I got you. They, uh, they, they are also sending all of your messages uh, that, that you, that, that, like, go through Bard. Uh, that those are all going to be going to the cloud, yep. and they're going to be used for training, which means that random humans are going to look at them. And like, uh-huh. yeah, they're anonymized, but they're still yours. Are they gonna send picture? Are are they gonna send the picture messages too? Almost certainly. Why wouldn't uh, they? They want to see what kind of it, things can, people are communicating with. Also, they, if the way probably, that you beat your AI is sending an image, that's not a good AI. Yeah, they probably won't do it immediately because right now they're trying to. They're probably trying to build, like, they. You guys use Teams at work? Yeah. Oh, are you, are you sl- okay. Uh, it's the, the autocomplete in teams where like you, you get a message and it's like, you can click one of these three buttons if you don't feel like, you know, typing. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're presumably trying to, to make that, but for texting, because they know that like the email autocomplete that they already have isn't quite good for that. And like, yeah, it's, it's a cool concept, but yeah, I don't. I don't need it. 
it'll it'll be it, it says here at the end this is what you're saying was that uh the data will be sent to cloud for processing used for training and maybe seen by humans um it does say this data will only be stored for 18 months only. And will persist for a few days, even if you disable the AI, albeit manual deletion is available. Yeah, so, you can probably go one by one and delete every message. Awesome. You can't, you can't Which just... Which, you, it's still tied a, back to your Google account token. So, like, somebody could find out who, who sent all those messages. Somebody. Uh, I, I don't... Somebody. I, I, like, yeah, like the government... I just don't like these like buzzwords and like AI and all that because, you know, they've been working on artificial intelligence stuff for three decades now, and so yeah, AI just, really is a meaningless word. Yep, it's just it's we know we know you're 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 doubling down on something you've been doubling down on for the last thirty years, just trying That's, to extract I, more money and and cost people jobs. I try whenever I talk about so-called AI on like Twitter and shit, I try to specify LLMs because mm. that's usually what people are referring to whenever they talk about AI chatbots. Did, but, did I mention it on my podcast? I may have mentioned it on my stream, but uh, I have a, a, you know, I, I worked for a video game company for a year. And so I, I still have some friends who are in the industry and one of them posted on uh facebook the other day saying hey i hate ai art basically because she's like i'm an artist i want to draw i want to you know go into the program and make art that looks good i don't want to sit around all day and fix ai images and fix <laughs> the way their fingers look all day if that's going to be my career i'm going to find something else to do and I, I felt yeah. really bad for them because they, you know, they spent, they've spent their life working on this, this skill and then AI is coming in and the, the publishers are like, Hey, we don't care. Here's an AI image. Fix it. Because yeah. it's, it's and cheaper. I think that's, that's going to, that's going to become more and more commonplace. Yeah. In, in time, because it like, makes it's just in corporate environments like you, you need you don't need good art you need art that's good enough yeah and so if that means that you can have some marketing guy type in a, a prompt for some stupid idea that, that that they have and then you can send or you can you can send it to an artist on fiverr or whatever and have them spend an hour making it so that the hands only have five fingers uh, like then whatever like so, that's fine look look at look, look at what corporate art has turned into over the last uh, not even 10 years where it's all these fucking just bland fucking flat disgusting humanoid yeah. it's brutalism blobs. but look we added color yeah i, I... I had a friend and and I don't I honestly don't think this is going to cost as many full-time jobs for artists. Uh but I do think it's going to affect a lot of contract workers. Uh I had 
another friend that I spoke to when I was working at the studio that was like, yeah, I worked on Spider-Man, but I had no idea I was working on Spider-Man, the the, uh, first version of the Insomniac game. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah. So, um, you know, they gave me a contract, like a six-week contract to make certain character models in the game. And one of those was like, oh, make a generic SWAT in this style, like a SWAT officer in this style and make a few different variations. And he's like, okay. And so he did that. And then he saw the trailer for Spider-Man. He's like, hey, that's my character model. And so I think that if a manager can go and say, hey, we're just going to use AI to create these SWAT models instead of going and getting a contract worker for a few weeks, then they're definitely going to do that. And it's going to it's gonna take away from a lot of those contract workers who are just jumping between jobs. And it's going to yeah. kind of suck. And by, I've, I've seen that sentiment in a lot of places that, that particularly concept artists are going mm-hmm. to get shafted the hardest. Yeah, it's, it's, I, there needs to be something done about it. And I know our government isn't, because we all live in the United States. I'm sorry I doxed you guys. Um, the, the entire, entirety of the United States government sucks. And so I doubt that they're going to put any regulations on AI art in like video games or in media. And it's going to, it's just going to devolve into, a lot of people losing what little income they have from from something that they've spent their lives developing the skill for. So it's, that sucks. I, I think it's going to become a novel thing to have completely human art, which is yeah. really fucking weird. Yeah, but it's like it, it it is very it is very ironic, and I I've seen someone else on on Twitter kind of give this same sentiment it's very ironic that like it seems like throughout most of history we've we've sort of pushed for the automation of the most boring and uninteresting work the the manual labor sort Mm -hmm. of shit so that we could then pursue creative things and yet here we are now spending ungodly amounts of money on creating a way to automate away the creative aspects yeah, of, of it, existence. It is, it is a little funny because I've seen studies and you know, these could be wrong, but uh, a lot of people, you know, uh, more than 50% of people believe that AI is going to take people's jobs. Automation is going to take people's jobs. But also of those same people, most of them also believe that it's not going to go after their jobs. And I'm just like, oh, no, I am 100% aware that at some point <laughs> in my life, my job is going away. Like, yeah, it like for a, a lot of tech workers that are doing things like just general sysadmin work, mm-hmm. uh, people who are particularly the cybersecurity sector, like that, that that's going to take away so many threat analyst jobs because or, like. Or basic help desk, like uh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, basic help desk easily. Like but like it, yeah, because with if, mine, if your job mostly consists of remoting at computers and like patching updates, you're gonna be made redundant real fast. Or even yeah. like unlocking people's accounts, because you could have a bot that's just like, hey, I sent a verification code to your 
at whatever device. Give me the code. Up, oh, your account's unlocked now. I feel like social yeah. engineering is going to be a big problem in the next decade. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's it's already a big problem, right? But... Uh, no, I mean a big problem. Like, yeah. If I could it, just talk to an AI yeah. and be like, yep, it's me. Reset my password, please. And there's no verification. It just does it. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm sure there... there's there's got to be a verification, but like an octa well, code or something. There... But but he 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 he's got a point in that. Look at how many times it just now. Whenever this entire industry is brand new, still look at how many times people have been able to get Chat GPT to just vomit up passwords yeah. and shit from its from its uh, training data. Like it, 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 the the inevitable thing is going to be that every company has their own pre-trained LLM that's like for their company. Uh, so you're you're gonna have the like like Dell employees are gonna have the Dell AI that that they all talk to and all that shit. So like it's it's going to be particularly trained on. <laughs> internal company secrets and shit like and especially if we're outsourcing cybersecurity to these same ai models like you you're you're not even going to have the sensibility of a cybersecurity person to be like wait maybe this is a bad idea maybe we shouldn't maybe we should like put put some of this data like in a separate silo where like the ai doesn't get to see it no. because what it's somebody could just prompt it and 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 get that data out of it some way that we haven't thought of yet uh we uh I, I, did we do the story or did i just post the image of the uh there was a chatbot for like a for some company and they were they were talking to it and got it to like say ridiculous shit i like I think you might have just posted, but but we've seen. I, I think I just that, posted it, but like they don't like okay, like OpenAI or whatever, uh, Chat GPT. Uh, you can't get it to. It won't say the N word, right? It won't say racist things typically. But then we've also seen that people have bypassed that by being like, "Oh, let's do a role play where you're racist." <laughs> yeah. What would you say and, and, if you were racist? And I've I've seen. There are because like, yeah, chat, chat GPT is the the gold standard at the moment. But uh, that one, that company is just showing showing signs of cracking all over the place. Yeah. Um, but also there are a lot of other startups that are showing up using the same sort of of basis as chat GPT. I'm sure a lot of them are using Meta's Llama model mm, uh, as a basis. But I, I, I've I've played with a few of those and like these these are specifically being sold to companies for the purpose of you can just have your own AI that's catered to your employees or or your customers, whatever. And those, I think, are, are where we're going to see the biggest problem with like the, they've only trained it on on data. And they didn't consider that, like, they also need to train it on not doing stupid shit or like they, they don't have the uh, whatever the hell the setup prompt is. Uh, they, they don't have certain things in there to be like, if they ask about this, don't answer them like you're not allowed. 
Uh, the the idea of answering anything about this subject absolutely terrifies you to the point of a panic attack. They 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 won't think of that. It just seems it's, so weird to me that the at least from a initial glance, it's like the best way to have a smart AI is to make it dumb. Only make it like <laughs> if you have power automate it, pr- program those things that you want it to do. Don't let it do nothing else. General intelligence, no, very very specific intelligence. You know what I also yeah. like about, before we move on, but what I also like about ChatGPT and Bard is that it will just make shit up. It'll just lie. And yeah. But it will do yeah. it with confidence. Yeah. It'll, it'll do it very confidently. And then it's, it's the best whenever you correct it. Or when it thinks that it's, when, when it knows it's right, and then you correct it anyway. And then it's just like, oh, uh... Yep, I guess I was wrong. Never mind. Uh, here, here's here's what you actually wanted in, to know, and, and it's like, uh, like how are we, how are people like totally open to just kind of handing the keys to the kingdom over to well, if you, what are what are essentially like like barely even alpha products at this point? Yeah, well, but then we I, could fire like twenty percent of our staff, and then we could <laughs> just take the money. I've noticed in real life that uh, if you say something confidently enough. Then it, it, then people will believe it, even if it's if it's not true. And an example I have of that uh, is a is a person I knew in high school was on a debate, and I I didn't partake in the debate, but it was after like whatever debate thing they went to. The teacher was praising them because my my uh, co student uh, my peer uh, had stood up. And just like been like, oh well, in this blah 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 blah, and she was just bullshitting, and people believed what she was saying because she said it confidently and had something to back it up, even though it was bullshit. And uh, that girl's a lawyer now, <laughs> so it tracks. <laughs> just, just I, 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 I was like, I wonder whatever happened to her, uh. Because she's she's part of she's one of my friends like uh, cousins or something like that. So I was like, I wonder what happened to her. And it's like she's a lawyer. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Just confidently making up bullshit. Good job. Um. Anyway, we're gonna move on to our next story. And uh, Activision has a new. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Blizzard has a new president. Uh, who left? Was it? It wasn't Kotick who was in Blizzard. That was Activision uh, side. Mike Yabara. Mike Yabara. Yeah. Uh, and we have a new person, Johanna Ferries, is now the is now the president of of Blizzard. So good for yeah, them. Go, go with do, do they have do they have shady history like we have? Well, not shady history, but do they have history like uh, Kotick and Yabara, or are they more pro gamer? I mean, they're not I... like sexually harassing their staff, so I guess that's an improvement. But um, wait, 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 far... wait! It hasn't come out that they're sexually harassing their staff. Sorry, you're right. Uh, they <laughs> allegedly have not yet been sexually <laughs> assaulting. You're right. We we should be careful. We know what company we're talking about. Right, right, right. Uh, they uh, they when I say that, I mean Johanna Ferries. They worked with Call of Duty, and I think they ended up being like the director of the latest one. Which General I mean, manager. On... Thank you, general manager. Which I mean, that's not an insignificant post. Oh wait, I, I it, guess not. 
uh, I don't uh, know what the fuck that even means. According to this, imagine, like game dev, I imagine that means anything that gets approved needs to go through her desk. Yeah. So this is this is uh from the article from PC Gamer it says her appointment represents a significant change for Blizzard, whose leaders in the past have come through the ranks of gaming and tech. J. Allen Brack, who took over as president of Blizzard co-founder Mike Morhaime, stepped down because his time with the company as a producer of World of Warcraft, The Burning Crusade in 2007, and its extensive development credits preceding that. Yabara, who took the reins alongside Jen O'Neill when Brack resigned in 2021 uh, over the uh, workplace harassment and discrimination scandal at Blizzard, was previously on the company's general manager of platform and technology. And before that, they had served as the president of Xbox Live and Game Pass at Microsoft. O'Neill, who resigned just three months after becoming Blizzard's co-president, had a similarly long list of credits, including five years at the head of Vicarious Visions. So it looks like uh, uh, so fairies. You missed you missed the the part above that actually explained what the fuck fairies had previously done, right? Which was uh, being a marketer for the NFL. Yes. So what what I was getting at is, I don't think this person is going to be pro gamer. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I I I really don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't like the idea of her being president of Blizzard because, like, what are they going to do? Make Make World of Warcraft worse? Yeah, they're they're going to add microtransactions into it. Well, and more microtransactions. Like yeah, you know, loot boxes. Yeah. Because, like, she she went from the NFL, uh, kind of working her way up through the NFL uh, in the, the marketing branch of things, and then joined Activision in 2018 uh, to be commissioner of Call of Duty Esports before becoming head of leagues in August 2020. And then the Call of Duty general manager in April 2021. Uh, now, that said, you got to consider Call of Duty kind of like reinvented itself over the last several years in in a way. It's definitely like, not modern warfare anymore. I mean, it might be called that, but I mean, like, it doesn't play like the old ones. No. And and the that whole what the hell what the hell is the battle royale mode called? Blackout, uh, something like that. So, Warzone, I think. Warzone. Yeah. Warzone's the it. new I don't one. Know where okay. They had they had well, one that was like blackout before. That was a, a Warzone, battle royale mode. Warzone. You say new one, but I, I think that came out like 2020 or some shit. Newer. Uh, <laughs> you can see how how much we fucking pay attention to the Call of Duty franchise, yeah. but. Like it, it's done very well. So, but but the thing is, like, you can also possibly chalk that up to really good marketing. You know, like, I don't know. I I'm I'm curious to see how it goes. I don't think that what what Blizzard, or particularly since the only thing I really care about is World of Warcraft. Uh, the I don't think that the the thing World of Warcraft needs is better marketing. Uh, I think it needs better direction. And it, but like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows what what she's actually done? So I'm not I'm not going to discredit her up front. I'm very suspicious of people who are big into marketing. 
Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm willing to wait and see because it, it does seem like if any company, and th- this is, I, I don't like thinking this way, but I think it's true uh, in some cases. I think if, if any company needs a female leader, it's probably Blizzard. Uh, the the Jen O'Neill that they that you mentioned, um, whenever she was supposed to be the the co president or whatever, uh, I it it was probably a good idea, but she resigned because the culture within Blizzard was a fucking cesspool. Yeah, uh, particularly towards women. So, like. I I think having a figurehead within the company that is a woman has a lot of potential to like drive things in a better direction. Hopefully at least, at least in terms of corporate culture, but yeah, just have to see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm sure she's qualified for the job, but uh, a lot of times those qualifications are make us money and that's all we care about. Well, yeah, she's make our investors money. Yeah. Uh, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna move on to our last stories, I guess, because uh, we're gonna cover the uh, PlayStation State of Play, which did not have that many trailers. So we and and a lot of them we can just kind of skip over, or skim over. Um, the first trailer I see is Helldivers Two. Did either of you play Helldivers One? No, no, but I know the the only reason I didn't play it is because it seemed like they screwed up Iron Man the game so badly. Yeah, I hear some good things about the original Helldivers. Uh, this does have some gameplay stuff, but from the gameplay I, I see, it gives me Anthem vibes, and I don't like that. Yeah. So, this game, just it's from the footage that they selected to choose, it needs a refreshed color palette. It's so, like, kind of confusing to know what you're looking at sometimes whenever it, I watch footage of it. It needs a color palette. It needs a it, color it, palette. Yeah. Yeah, it very much has like Xbox 360 like 2008 color vibes. Yeah. yeah. They put the piss filter over it. Uh it yeah. will require uh to play the PC version at 4K and 60 FPS, they recommend you have a 4070 Ti um and it requires 100 gigs of storage. Ugh. Why? Can we can we stop doing that developers? There's no reason that things need to be that big. I, I assume I, I it's get it, but... textures more than anything. Yeah, uncompressed like, audio again. Can you again? Can you guys just like not? Can you can I'll I'll gladly take the lower res textures if I can save fifty gigs of storage. You know, I I did like wasn't Battlefield had one of those where like you could download the higher higher res textures and it took up another like twenty or thirty gigs of space. A, uh, a lot of a lot of recent PC games, and by recent I mean like. I don't know. The last 20 last years. Six or seven. Well, really, maybe like 20, 2015. So maybe the last 10 years or so. Uh, there there have been a lot of PC games where I've seen like an HD texture pack as DLC. Bethesda games in particular like to do that. I, I know yep, you guys Skyrim are... the first one I could think of. I know you... Well, actually, uh, I know you guys are pretty young. Have you ever played the original Fallout 2? Like, oh, yeah. From a disc? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. When you go to install that game... They have like four different install levels, one of which is 400 mechs. Yeah. And that's the huge install so that you have everything on your disc. Yeah. 400 I feel like the ori- mechs. 
feel like the original Fallout had an install option that was like not even like 10 megs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it like the speech the mode. Mo- well, it's like the most barest of bare bones. No, it would just it would just stream everything from the disc. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I, so I wondered you, how the fuck that was even possible. Yeah, so you would just install part of the game and then your loading times would take forever because it was reading it off the disc and putting it into RAM. But it made yeah. sense because not everyone had a, a even a 10 gig hard I only drive got at a fi- the time. I only got a 500 megabyte hard drive. What am I supposed to do here? Exactly. So it it that made sense back then. And I I would hate to see that. Oh, you have to put the disc in and read it off the Blu-ray. Be see see you in twenty minutes. Um Hey, people were mad about that when Blu-rays first became the, the medium of choice on the PS3. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played where we are now. I played uh, uh Metal Gear Solid 4. I I beat oh. it. You don't play Metal Gear Solid 4. You watch Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, yeah. It would be I would do 15 minutes of gameplay, have like an hour, literally an hour and a half long cutscene, and then another hour installing the next portion of the game. We're cutting a little bit ahead here. Uh, Hideo Kojima recently announced that he's making a new espionage game. No, 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 no. We're gonna. We're not cutting ahead. We're gonna talk about that. That's the, that's the okay, end. I'll, I'll bring it up then, and then when I bring it up, you'll be like, "Why are you bringing that up?" So fuck you. No, 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 no. I will not. I, I, I'm just saying that's the the last part of this, and I don't want to skip forward that much. Um, the next trailer they showed you off. Talk about. I don't even know what you're what you're. Well, we'll, about, we'll, t- okay. we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, the next game <laughs> they talk about was Until Dawn. Uh, that's getting a remake, I guess. It, it, that was asked for. I'm sure uh, somebody PC release was asked for. Yeah. Yeah. I, I it's got a new musical score, you know, they're upgrading visual detail. Good for them. I played it a couple years ago. It was fine. Every, I had like three people die. They're putting it they're they're presumably putting it in the uh as it says it's it's being put in Unreal Five and I I don't know what the uh the you know the the anthology whatever the fuck that was called i don't know what those were done in if it was an internal engine or if it was an unreal yeah but uh it says that they're they're adding a third person camera which is a really weird way to put that because i think they mean over the shoulder camera uh because the last one of those uh introduced like a a very silent hill-esque sort of over the shoulder camera interesting and uh so I'm assuming that that's how it's going to play, which will be, yeah, will be very interesting. I'm I'm curious to see how that works. Yeah. Speaking of which, we have Silent Hill Two. Wow. Uh, it's it's getting remade again with by Bloober Team, so it actually it'll probably what? be okay. No, it won't. Oh, it won't be. Didn't the remake of one not do really great? Like I'm surprised that this one got greenlit so fast. A uh, remake is a bit of a stretch if you're talking about shattered memories. Um, uh, the most recent one, which I think is Shattered Man. No, yeah. isn't most recent one? Isn't the, Silent the, I thought Hill. they were remaking one, and like the advertising was all like he's standing in front of. I'll, I'll fuck. I'll find it out. Now Silent Hill Two. That's the most the, re- the remake of one was on the Wii. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm thinking of one more recent. Uh, so we're gonna talk about Silent Hill Two for a second. That's the most. <laughs> That is the most uh, popular Silent Hill game, from what I understand. I've never really played uh, them. Possibly. I mean, it's definitely... 
it's the one that has the most notoriety, I would say. Uh, yeah. Because I, I think within fans of the Silent Hill franchise, I think a lot more people would maybe at least debate that three could be could be better if you yeah. if that's what you mean by popular. But yeah, two is two is definitely the most renowned yeah. because it's it's a much more true psychological horror. And it's it's just very different from both Silent Hill one and three. They uh, need to leave in the dog ending. Was that it? That was in uh, two, it, right? Yeah, I okay. I would be I would be very surprised if they took that out. And that's because, gonna be Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it, because I I I don't think that Bloober team is doing this out of like a cynical thing. I think that they've wanted to do this for a while. The all of their games really take a lot of influence from particularly Silent Hill 2. Uh because that's just like what every western developer has held as the the golden standard for making a psychological horror game for a really long time. Uh it's just that they, it looks like it plays like fucking Resident Evil 4. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it looks just... I was actually going to say Resident Evil 2 Remake, but, I mean, we're just yeah, yeah. at this point, I guess. Yeah, like, like same idea. But, like, you, you don't do a combat reveal trailer for a remake of Silent Hill 2. Yeah, yeah. It a like franchise. The point with that. Yeah, it, it's a franchise where the, the fucking PSP game, Silent Hill Origins, had, like somewhat competent combat and like people were like what the fuck combat's not supposed to be this smooth silent hill yeah and then here you've got this over the shoulder fucking fucking gunning down monsters fucking you gotta you got a nurse vaulting over a barrier like it's fucking gears of war like what the hell is this yeah it's not I, it, it's not gonna be the silent hill you remember it's not and your daddy's Silent Hill 2. It's worse. And uh, the one I was thinking of earlier, the one that I, I couldn't remember of, Silent Hill Ascension, which was like the, it's not live oh. service, but it was, uh, I, it's like a stream, I guess? I, I All uh, I really know about it is it didn't do too well. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a Netflix choose-your-own-adventure game thing. Interesting. Silent Hill. Oh, yeah, that was really bad. Yeah, everyone hates it. Yeah, uh, that's um, the only reason I'm surprised as to why like this guy greenlit something. <laughs> Maybe they're just like, guys, we need to make our money back. Yeah, and oh, Silent it was all Hill. done at the same time. Oh, interesting. Uh, so somewhere internally at Konami, somebody was like, "Hey guys, maybe we should like, maybe we should just have other people make our games for us." And and they were like, oh, "Okay," and so then a bunch of Silent Hill games got greenlit all at the same time. And. We can move on to the next one, which is the one I'm actually most excited about, which is Dragon's Dogma 2. And uh, it looks like more Dragon's Dogma, which is good. One thing in the trailer that I didn't like, and I don't, I, I've been starting to not like this in most games that I play. It's, uh, you're, you're called the Arisen in this. And uh, the pawns are always like, oh my God, Arisen, you're so amazing. You're great. And I was like, stop having the NPCs always praise the main character like that. It just, it's annoying <laughs> to me nowadays. Um, and so that was annoying, but the gameplay looks great. Uh, I don't think either of you have played through Dragon's Dogma. 
Uh, I haven't beaten it, but I have played it. It's it's okay. It's yeah. It's got a lot of systems that uh, you could tell that they they wanted to do more, or that like you know they, their heart was they, in the right place. It was, and there there are a lot of really cool systems in the game that if you're just playing through the game, you might not experience unless you like look around for them. Uh, mm-hmm. such as, like, there's a person who can forge items for you. I spoke about this on the podcast before. And, like, there's a, you know, there's an item that can give you a really good buff if you keep it, or, but in order to finish this quest, you have to give them that item. But you can go to the the guy who makes a forgery, have him make a forgery, and then turn it in so that you can get that reward. Or um, you're asked for the same item from two different people, and you can you can finish both of those quests by making a forgery of that item, which is pretty pretty great. You can also screw someone over. There's like a magic book that you can get for somebody, and in order to finish that quest, you have to give him that book. Uh, but you can also make a forgery of it, give him that book, and later on in the game, when you go to fight a griffin, he shows up. And it's like, and if you gave him the real book, he'll be actually super helpful. And if you gave him the forgery, he will not be super helpful. <laughs> he will be not helpful at all, which I think is a great way to lead that story. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's exciting. It's coming out on March twenty first. Not liking the requirements for the game. Um, in order to run at four K thirty frames per second, you're going to need an RTX twenty eighty. But why do you care about 4K though? I don't. But that that's just what it says right here. Yeah. I have but a 10 like... I have a 1440p monitor, so I should be good. Um in order oh, but... to do ray tracing, you need a 2080 Ti. Yeah. Would, yeah. Ray so... tracing in 4K at 30 yeah. fps. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's beefy um, which 1440 I should be able to I I might have to lower down the graphics to like high or medium settings, but you, you got, you got like a thirty seventy. You'll probably be fine. I'll probably be okay. I'll, I'll probably. You're not streaming it at four K, anyways. Not yet. Good. Not yet. Someday. Uh, <laughs> not not really. I'll I'll probably stick at ten eighty p. Uh, this is the one I know. Row wants to talk about. And we're gonna move Do on you? to Judith now. Uh, Sonic and Shadow Generations. Yeah. All uh, the main thing that this did was remind me that Sonic Generations came out. Like a long time ago, apparently 13, 13 years ago. Yeah, thirteen. Uh, what? No, yeah, that can't yeah. be right. Twenty eleven. Yeah, no, I, I was like, <laughs> Connor's yeah, having an I, existential I like, crisis over oh, there. Oh fuck! Oh no! I, I rented this. I played Sonic Generations back when you could still rent video games. Oh my god. Uh yeah, so that was depressing. Yeah, the trailer doesn't really show a whole lot other than uh, it's just a remake or remaster of Sonic Generations, and now there are levels where you play as Shadow. Uh, it. I, I I am curious. Like, are they going to be like full on is it going to be like a full on campaign like of equal length to the original generations but now you're playing a shadow or is it going to be like six levels that are just like kind of kind of cool like like the visuals look really cool yeah 
but I just I don't think that there was that much from that you can pull from Sonic Adventure 2 and Shadow the Hedgehog, which I'm assuming are going to be the only games that they pull shit from. Maybe they pull from Sonic 06, but the thing is, Sonic 06 Shadow played completely different from anything else. So, like, yeah. I, I don't think they would do that because, like, his whole gimmick in that game was using vehicles. Uh, but I, I, I want to see what they do with it. But I swear to fuck, if they charge more than like forty bucks for it, that's gonna be a ripoff. I TBH. also, I also uh, saw on Twitter somebody said, "Do not Google Sonic X Shadow." <laughs> no, no, don't do that. That's a bad idea. Uh, I, well. I've I've done that myself uh, as a as a short lived project. Uh, as I'm sure you, may you did. You you have all my, of that on fan, your server now. Um, on my fan fiction readings. Oh right, yes. Uh, but yeah, do not Google uh, Shadow or Sonic X Shadow. Just don't do it. You're just gonna upset yourself. We're gonna the next game that they showed off was uh, Judas. Did either of you watch this trailer? Yeah. I've seen enough people bitching on Twitter about it. To really? know the gimmick, it look, it's the it's Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, it, yeah that, that's that's the thing. People aren't bitching necessarily about the game itself. They're bitching about the fact that Ken Levine uh, went out of his way to be like, I don't want to make Bioshock anymore. I'm tired of making the same game over and over again. So he founds this new studio. He makes one unique game, and then he's just immediately like, let's make Bioshock again. Yeah. So. I I, yeah. I think it looks nice though. I think it looks good, like the art style. It's it's in a space station instead of under underwater, which is completely different, as you know. Uh, well, didn't he? Did it's, it's did Ken Levine? Did he did he work on Infinite? I don't remember. He did. He did work on Infinite. It was the last game oh. that he worked on before he left that studio. So uh... so it went from underwater to in the sky to in space and uh you know the the game looks good i like the art style uh and hopefully it's good uh the next one they showed off was stellar blade i actually saw this and thought man this is at least the art style is totally up roa's alley Um, are you you just saying that because it's it's big titty anime women uh, yes it am i correct that's fair (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's fair i do I, like the like it looks really nice and i i like the the like sort of post-apocalyptic ultra sci-fi kind of aesthetic going on yeah it um, kind of reminds me of um near a little bit yeah uh, more colorful uh, obviously but in art style maybe yeah yeah in yeah. art style definitely it the combat does look like it could be fun um, I can't tell if it's going for a more of a of a hack and slash or if it's trying to be soulsy. Uh at least not from the trailer. But I I've I've seen I've seen a few people talking about it and it, it does look cool. I like I like the, the monster designs and shit, so hopefully it comes out on PC. It probably will. Yeah, so. it probably will. Um it's coming out on PS five April twenty sixth. Um, but and that's exclusive, but we so we don't know how long that's going to be exclusive for. Uh, the next one that they showed off was Rise of the Ronin. Uh, it, it's uh, it's Sekiro. That's I watched it. It's it's Sekiro or sim- very similar to like a Dark Souls, but in that 
um, feudal Japan time. Well, it's it, it's uh, it's the Neo franchise's take on Sekiro. Yeah, even though it's not, you know, it's not Neo, but yeah, it's got got sword fighting. It has a grappling hook. It has a hang glider. So that's coming out March twenty second, a day after Dragon's Dogma, uh, and it says that there should be a, a PC release at some point, but for right now, it's just coming out out on PS five. Um, we're then we're working our way. We're almost to the end. The next story is Death Stranding 2, and I watched this trailer. I have no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah. I I don't either, but holy fuck. I was like, uh, I, at first I was just like, oh, yeah, this, this looks like pretty much par for the course. This is what I expected. And then the fucking samurai fight happened, and yeah. I was like, all right. What the fuck is going on now? <laughs> and it's like got Everything, no gameplay. It's it's all like walking around and talking. Here's the ship. You're gray for some reason. It's like everything Kojima, everything Hideo Kojima touches. I'm so curious to learn more about because it just never makes any sense. Yeah, I don't. I I have no idea what's going on with this game. Uh, I do. I the guy. So so in the trailer, the guy takes off his mask, and he's got like the crow face paint on right the white yeah and, then the, and he, i was just he's, like this... he's got he's got joker makeup yeah yeah he's a harlequin yeah and i was just like huh does he do that every day does he like you wake don't? up and just like it's do probably his tattooed makeup? on his skin that's that could be it that could be it yeah um but it's it i mean i just don't he fell into a vat of acid and now he's just always like that should i should i play through de- i i have death i own death stranding I think I got it for free on the Epic Game Store. I it's it's a weird game. Like it's it's not going to be a game where you're running around shooting people, getting your next objectives. It's mostly walking around. Did they ever yeah, it's make a very contemplative experience? Did they ever make a mod that turns the baby in the game into Baby Sinclair from Dinosaurs TV show? No, uh, I doubt it. Damn it. So I won't be able also, to add that. Would, that, mo- that would make the that would make the samurai fight in Death Stranding two kind of weird. Not the mama. <laughs> um. Yes. So it would. I, maybe I'll play through Death Stranding one. So I, I'm saying this as if I play through Death Stranding one and I'll have any fucking idea what's going on. Because I know I yeah. won't. I know that I, I play through Death Stranding 1 and I'm like, okay, I'm going to rewatch this trailer and be like, I still don't know what's going on. The only thing I understood in that is that the bad guy, I guess, um, was like, no, we're going to replace humans with bots so that the bots can just do all the deliveries for us. And I'm like, I get that. That's actually that's a, that's a good use of artificial intelligence. And that's the bad guy saying that. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And well, then Kojima. It's, be, it's because the whole point of Death Stranding is to is to reform connections between members of humanity. Oh, I see. And if the bots are are doing that, then there's going to be no form of connection. And then everyone's there. just going to stay in their own little silos, and and humanity will stagnate and just die in a hole. You just sit Please? in their echo chambers. Got it. So uh, then we had uh, t- two people talking. Just Kojima and somebody else, uh, uh, some head of the PlayStation Studios or something, and uh, they have a new studio. 
And this is what I, I interrupted Connor so we could talk about. Um, yeah, so Hideo Kojima's like, oh, it's great that we work with Sony, because not only does Sony make video games, but they also make movies, and I want to make a game that feels like a movie, and I was like, what are you talking about? Every game you make is a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been like that since PlayStation 2. Come on. Come on, Kojima, who are you fooling here? Like, I mean, I, I, I hesitate to say that, that Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PlayStation felt like a movie. It had more narrative aspects than a lot of games back then, but it... You know, there was a lot more gameplay in that. And then you move on to Metal Gear Solid 2, and that started his trend of it just feeling like a movie. And yeah, it was like 60-40. Yeah, it, it was still more of a game than it was a movie, but there was a lot of narrative yeah, in no, that. It's nothing like MGS4. No. <laughs> yeah, it, and then, yeah, MGS... I think, what was it, Metal Gear Solid 5 has a lot more gameplay. It's 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 less narrative than than Metal Gear Solid 4, but it's also not it, a finished game. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Not Metal finished? Gear Solid 5 is just kind of that that was when uh Kojima was getting shoved out basically. Yeah, he got he got mm-hmm. he got that's why he started working with PlayStation and all that. Uh mm-hmm. I didn't know that it wasn't finished though. I thought that it was finished and then he left. No, they uh so they they kicked him out and then they just kind of put a cap on the game. Okay, and that's uh, that's why there there are certain things, particularly in the multiplayer, that uh, don't really work the way that they were intended. Interesting, interesting. So yeah, this whole thing, I thought, hey, they're gonna at least announce a game or something, like say, hey, we got Kojima, he's got his new studio, he's working on his first game. Here's the name of the game. Nope, they're just like, here's a studio. He'll, he'll make a game a, eventually. It's in a movie lot, so I. It's Columbia it's, Pictures. Like they, they this, had this nice this shot is, of a drone zooming out, and it, I thought they were intentionally kind of making it look like Big ba- uh, Mother Base. I, I think that maybe just me, because whenever I see Kojima, my mind does that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I, yeah. I wonder if it's if they're going to like. It'd be really cool if Kojima found a way to do uh, like an FMV game. I love and hate FMG, F- FMV games, but it, it well, would be fun. like it, even if it was something like like a much better executed The Quiet Man. You oh yeah, that? I remember that because uh, that was the one where it was like an action game, and but you were deaf. But yeah. then all of the cutscenes that didn't have you in them were still muted for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, and then they had a patch where you and could they play didn't with have sound. captions. <sighs> yeah, it was a really cool concept, but like the 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 like also really cool thing was the way that it would it was live action, and then it would it would try and almost succeed, and then whenever the action started, it would it would blend into the gameplay. And I, I, like I thought that was really cool. There was there was a lot of really cool shit there, and it just didn't quite get there because Square Enix can't seem to do anything fucking new to save their lives. Yeah, that sucks. But hopefully, whatever Kojima comes up with is it will be unique. I know that. Hopefully, they'll just re- it's a remake of Snatcher. That's all I want. 
the remake of Snatcher. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But that, it's, would, that would be so fucking wild it for him be. to make like a modern visual novel. Ah, uh, that'd be great. But uh, yeah, that was the entire state of play. It was actually pretty short, so that's why we covered all of it. Uh, were there any games that stood out to you that e- any of you guys want? I mean, obviously mm-hmm. Sonic for, for Aroa, but was there anything else that stood out to you that you're like, oh, I might actually check out that game? No. <laughs> no Not even okay. a little bit. Oh, okay. Not like, even... I'd, I'd, I'd feel bad if I was Sony right now. Interesting. Uh, what about you, Aroa? Did, uh, what about Death Stranding or that Stellar Blade? Anything like that? It, I'm not excited for anything other than I just want to see what the fuck is going on with Death Stranding. But, like, no, I'm gonna... I'm inevitably, whenever, whenever like, uh stellar blade releases i'm gonna go oh yeah that game like uh it's i'm not i'm not putting march whatever on my calendar or april april 26 on my calendar and going gotta get a ps5 by this day like oh yeah i have a ps5 i can play this yeah right no i uh don't i i i don't want to say i don't give a shit but like it's you don't give a shit I like there's so many other games that I could play and shit. I haven't finished Death Stranding. So like I could go back and do that instead. That runs really well on Steam Deck. Before I leave, I was just thinking, I was like, man, if I could get another contract at Sony and steal a PlayStation 5 dev kit, that'd be cool. Um, but what I was thinking was when I was working there, um it you would get the dev kits in, but when you return the dev kits, they want you to return it in the original box it came in. And we had like 200 dev kits. So <laughs> we just had like a room just dedicated to boxes for PS5 dev or PS4 dev kits. It was it's like my nah, closet. Boss, I don't know where that one went. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't, we did lose some things. Uh, like there was a, a PS Vita dev kit that, went missing and it wasn't because of me um and that so would, when we were that would be really cool yeah it was it was pretty cool i think i sent you pictures of it anyway i think you did so we're gonna end this podcast i want to thank you for being here aurora i was here you were late because you had to heat a, eat a hot pocket I had to eat the hot pockets. If I bring the hot pockets down with my boy, he would be like, "I want the pepperoni." <laughs> and by his boy, he means the cat, not like a a child that he keeps in his basement. A his kidnapped child. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for being here, Connor. I'm gonna pack up some boxes and go to bed. I let you move out of my basement. Are you happy? I'm finally able to see the sun again. I'm I'm happy for you. And we will be back next week with some more exciting news. Goodbye. Goodbye. Give, give pepperoni, father. Give pepperoni.